Hello, everybody. On today's podcast, I will be breaking down the sixth game NBA slate for January 27th. There's a few injuries to watch out for tonight. We have a couple guys listed as questionable and a couple guys that have already been ruled out. So I'll cover those as I cover each individual team. But we'll get it started with the Atlanta Hawks at the Washington Wizards. The Hawks have a 105 implied total on the night. I'll get it started with Kent Bazemore coming off his season-high 26 points. I'm really hoping this is the start of a hot streak because he's been one of my favorite players to watch all season. He's extremely athletic. He loves to attack the basket. He's a good rebounder and a decent defender. So if you're playing him tonight, he has other ways to fill the stat sheet. The Wizards, um, opponents are shooting 65% against them in the paint. So if Bazemore decides to attack tonight, he could be in for a huge game. I also think that goes for Dennis Schroeder because John Wall is out. But I think it might favor Bazemore more. And Bazemore is just a lot cheaper than Schroeder. I think I'm going to go with him tonight. Another player from the Hawks that I like is Dwayne Dedmond. So Miles Plumley is still technically the starting center, but he's only been seeing about 10 minutes per game. Where Deadmond and um, John Collins have been averaging about 20 to 25 per game. It was really hard for me to decide between Deadmond or Collins. I decided to go Deadmond for a couple reasons. Um, he's actually been shooting a couple three-pointers every game. So, I mean, if he knocks down a couple three-pointers, that's a free seven points on DraftKings. Uh, he's only 4500 on there, so he'd need about 22 for value. He averages, what, nine rebounds a game. If you get nine rebounds, a couple threes, and, I mean, a few dunks or something, he get some crazy value out of Dwayne Dedmond. I'm not sure why. I just, I just don't like John Collins tonight. It's just a gut feeling. There's no real, uh, no real reason behind that. I just think I like Dwayne Dedmond a lot more. So we'll move over to the Wizards side of the ball. They have a 108 implied total. The biggest news here is that John Wall is out. Um, his replacement is Tomas Sotorinsky. I might have pronounced that wrong, but I imagine he'll see about 30 minutes tonight in Wall's place. Uh, 3500 on DraftKings. So, I mean, he's a great salary saver. If you wanted to stack this game, I might do like Saturinsky, Beal, and Kelly Oubre Jr. or something like that. Um, I don't think Beal needs that much explaining. I'm almost positive he'll be the primary ball handler, primary ball handler tonight. I'm sorry, and he's coming off a 73 point game in his last one. So the only reason I might fade Beal tonight is because I think his ownership will be around 60 to 70 percent. I can't imagine it being much lower than that, but. You almost have to lock him in. I think he's going to have another huge game with John Wall out tonight. So on to the Brooklyn Nets at the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, the Nets have a 102 implied total. News here is Rondé Hollis-Jefferson is questionable. His coach actually said it's not a long-term injury, but again, you're going to need to watch out for news tonight. Even though it's not long-term, it could keep him out for a night. If he is out, uh, I absolutely love Jarrett Allen. He's a rookie out of the uh, University of Texas. He's played incredible lately. And if he starts, um, I'm probably going to have him locked in all my lineups tonight. For the rest of the guys, uh, Dinviti, Carroll, Crab, Levert, they've all taken, uh, their value's all taken kind of a hit since uh, D'Angelo Russell's returned. They all just feel a little bit overpriced to me. 
I would just say keep an eye on Rondé Hollis Jefferson and Jarrett Allen tonight. So for the Timberwolves, Jimmy Butler is questionable, but I'm actually going to assume he plays. Um, it just doesn't seem like that serious of an injury to me. I think he was planning on coming back last night, but I think his coach might have ended up resting him. Um, Butler is 9000 on FanDuel, 9200 on DraftKings, so he is a little bit pricey, but um, he's got an incredible matchup. The only thing I'm really worried about in this game is a blowout happening. So yeah, I'd probably play Jimmy Butler. I'm assuming he's going to play tonight, so I would just go ahead and lock him in. And then Jeff Teague, his shots are going to go down if Jimmy Butler plays tonight, but I also imagine that I would help his assist numbers. So Teague and Butler are the only guys that I would consider for Minnesota. But again, I feel like this game has blowout written all over it, so I'm not even sure if those guys will make my lineup. So the Boston Celtics at the Golden State Warriors. Uh, the Celtics have a 105 implied total tonight. Injury news is that Marcus Smart is out for two weeks. He punched that picture frame. I thought that was a pretty funny story. But uh, Al Horford is listed as probable, so I'm expecting him to play tonight. Uh, my favorite play from Boston will probably be Terry Rogier. Or Rogier, sorry. Um, 3,800 on FanDuel, 5,600 or 4,600 on DraftKings. So I love him on FanDuel tonight. You got to lock him in. Uh, I would just say play him while you can at this price. Uh, I expect him to be around 6,000 whenever Marcus Smart returns. So get your value out of Rozier while you can. And then Al, Herf- Al Horford, I really like him tonight. He's probably got the best matchup, matching up with uh, Zaza tonight. The Warriors are a great team defensively, but uh, whenever they give up a lot of shots or a lot of points, it's always on short mid-range shots around the paint, and that's Al Horford's specialty. So if anybody has a chance to go off on Boston tonight, I would assume that it's Al Horford. I don't like Kyrie too much. And then the Golden State Warriors uh, started off with Steph Curry. I do not like him tonight. He's struggled in his career versus Boston. I know it's a completely new team this year, but he's over 10,000 on DraftKings, and I don't love the matchup, so at 10,000, there's no chance that I'm playing him tonight. Really, the only person that I like is Clay Thompson. He's uh, 6,600 on Fandle, 6,100 on DraftKings. So Steph and KD both have tough matchups tonight, and normally Marcus Smart would be covering him, who's a great defender, but Marcus Smart is out tonight. So he'll draw, what I think it'll be Jalen Brown. Um, Brown's really not the best defender, and the Celtics already have uh, KD and Steph to watch out for tonight, so I would definitely be comfortable playing Klay Thompson tonight. So we'll move over to the Charlotte Hornets at the Miami Heat. The Hornets have a 100 implied total. That's probably going to be the worst on the night. Dwight Howard... He's 9,900 on FanDuel and only 8,000 on DraftKings, so I'm probably going to have him locked in tonight. He's been extremely hot lately, averaging 15 to 16 rebounds over the last seven games. That's ridiculous. And then he does have a tough matchup versus Whiteside, but the last two matchups against the Heat, he's had 15 and 16 rebounds, so not too worried about that there. I'm going to fire up Dwight Howard tonight. And then, on the short, again, on the Charlotte side of the ball, Jeremy Lamb. 
4,400 on FanDuel, 4,700 on DraftKings. So he's a little bit better on FanDuel here. But he's been above 11 shots his last four games. He just hasn't been that efficient with them. Uh, I'm really just using the eye test on this one. He's not projected too high on any of the sites that I checked, but I just have a feeling that he's going to go off tonight, kind of a gut feeling. And then we'll move to the Miami side of the ball. The Miami Heat have a 104 implied total. Again, Hassan Whiteside, extremely underpriced on DraftKings. 9000 on FanDuel, 7600 on DK. So I think my strategy tonight is going to be stacking Whiteside and Howard. Just stack the centers from these games and see what happens. Um, there's no real clarity in the Heat lineup right now. There's a bunch of guys that steal value from each other. Um, Autobio and Olenek, Drogic and Tyler Johnson, and then Josh Richardson and Wayne Ellington. All those guys have the possibility to go off, but the other guys, they just uh, they just kind of take a hit to their value. Next game, we have the Dallas Mavericks at the Denver Nuggets. Dallas has a 101 implied total. That's probably second worst on the night. Uh, really like Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, two 20-point games versus Denver so far this year, and he's been above 30 on DraftKings both times they've played. Uh, he's really just been incredible the entire month of January. I don't, I don't see how you could fade him tonight. Love the matchup. And then Dirk. I mean, if you follow this podcast closely, you'll probably think I'm crazy for playing Dirk so much. But uh, he's been putting up about 10 shots a game. He's just been off lately. He's one of my favorite basketball players of all time. So little, uh, little personal bias there. But I might have Dirk in the lineup tonight. Over on the Denver side of the ball, these are two of my favorite plays on the night. Uh, Gary Harris. Dallas just cannot figure out how to stop this man. Uh, he's been above 20 points all all the last five times he's played Dallas. They're a terrible defensive team, bottom 20 in the league in almost every stat. And Gary Harris is just a Dallas killer. Got to fire him up tonight. And then Mason Plumley Again, he's projected to be in the starting lineup tonight. Only 5,000 on DraftKings. Uh, he's been above 30 every single game that he's started so far. Extremely favorable matchup here against Dallas. Dallas has no depth at the, uh, at the center, center and power forward position. All their players are weak and slow. And let's see, last year Plumlee started five games against Dallas, and his, uh, his stat line was 13.2 points per game and nine rebounds per game as his averages. So... Another Dallas killer. I love Gary Harris and Mason Plumlee tonight. And then you might want to consider Trey Lyles. I probably won't do it just because I don't want to stack three nuggets in my lineup, but Harris and then Plumlee or Lyles. Love those plays tonight. Now to the last game on the night, um, the Indiana Pacers at the Orlando Magic. The Pacers have a 110 implied total. Um, Miles Turner is questionable, so I really don't want to throw out any names until we get some news on him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest uh, Oladipo. He needs about fifty for value tonight, and he's only done that one out of his last ten games. That could be because Turner's out, but I'm just going to wait to see how things play out in Indianapolis. I'm not going to play any of them tonight, or at least until I get some news. And finally, we will go to the Orlando Magic. They have a 104 implied total on the night. So Aaron Gordon, 7,800 on both sites. 
Mm, he's been averaging about 17 shots a game over the last five games, but he's only shot about 33%. So, you know, if he can shoot 50, 60% tonight, he's gonna he'll probably drop 50 or 60 points. So, you know, I'm just going to play him and hope that he takes better shots and makes some more of them. 17 shots, that's really hard to fade. Plus, he's got the rebound and the defensive uh, upside, too. So... Man, I think that's really all that I like for tonight. I feel like I haven't given you guys too many players, but um, I love Biombo. but if Turner plays tonight, I'm probably going to fade him. And then Peyton looks great on paper, but I just have a gut feeling about Aaron Gordon tonight. I just think 17 shots a game, that's just too tempting for me to fade. So if you guys want to give me a follow on Twitter at Drillacape, D-R-I-L-L-C-A-P-E, um, I'll be sending out tweets all day, updating you guys on my favorite plays, retweeting injury news, and uh, feel free to send me some questions, guys. I'd love to uh, love to communicate with some of you guys.